Hey there, without fear of her future listeners, if you are hungry to create financial freedom, look no further than She Can 23. This is the nation's largest event for women. Already investing in real estate are those who want to begin. So join thousands of women just like you and I as we shatter the glass ceiling together and make history as women unlocking our financial security by investing in real estate. With exclusive workshops, networking sessions, and expert advice from the best in the world, you will be armed with the specialized knowledge that you need to make confident and educated real estate investments. You do not want to miss this powerful event where we women from all over the world come together to listen to industry giants. Last year, we had Barbara Corcoran, Jamie Carnalima, and even Elena Cardone. I cannot wait for you to see the lineup for this year. We are going to create lasting connections and friendships. Just imagine you and 25,000 other women with the same goals and desires at one event. It is a truly transformative experience. It's an event designed for women who are hungry for more, just like you. Empowerment and clarity like you have never felt before is waiting for you at She Can 23. Remember, if she can, you can too. Do not let this opportunity pass you by. Take action now and secure your tickets to She Can 23. It's time to invest in your future without fear and show the world what women are truly capable of. Visit shecan23.com forward slash podcast to secure your seat today. It's linked in the description below. I cannot wait to see you at shecan23. I bless you. Dream big and be brave. And so if you have bad debt, I think the most important thing that you could do is start figuring out a way that you're going to pay that off. And obviously, the Dave Ramsey way, uh, or this is what he taught many, many years ago, is you pay off the smallest debt first and just get it out. Whatever, find all of all of your little credit card loans whatever you have and just start with that smallest and just try to get that thing paid off paid off paid off paid off without fear of her future podcast is for women who are passionately pursuing financial freedom using multiple streams of income and real estate to accomplish their goals we are here to empower you to be brave dream big and design a life that you love that inspires others to do the same. I am Teresa Todd, founder of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and author of the book, Without Fear of Her Future. And I'm Melissa Baker, a real estate investor and fitness coach specializing in turning properties from drab to fab. In today's episode, we are peeling back the layers of financial stewardship, a transformative approach that goes beyond numbers rooted in purpose and legacy. So with that, let's get started by talking about what financial stewardship actually is. Financial stewardship is simply protecting one's long-term assets through a commitment to moral, ethical, and prudent financial decisions. And there is a difference um, in regular financial stewardship and biblical financial stewardship. And we can talk about that too. the biblical financial stewardship is simply putting God in the picture. Yes. He gets a piece of it first, That's right? That's right. Prioritizing God in all of your finances. 
So through tithes and offerings, and we can talk about that yeah. as we get going. I love it. I know that for me, I started tithing when I was really young, and I learned that I could live much better on my 90% if I gave God 10% first, that my 90% was much more blessed mm-hmm. than that 100%. Isn't that true? Yes. So I am a believer. You may not be a believer um, in tithing, and that's okay. Uh, We're still going to give you um, some amazing financial tips today. But I did want to just start it off with the fact that uh, both Melissa and I are just believers. And if you just give God that first 10 percent, that uh, then you can expect uh, his everything. Yes. Yes. So here's the deal. This is not a fun topic. I understand that. Uh, However, oh my gosh, it's so instrumental. Mm -hmm. And uh, I am so grateful that years ago uh, in my church, they were teaching, I believe that it was called Kingdom Living or something, but it was Dave Ramsey. Okay. And um, now, because I am into real estate, I don't 100% follow Dave Ramsey. I love you, Dave, if you ever listen to this podcast. <laughs> but uh, I, I am so thankful that um, I learned that young because it kept me all of those years from be, being overwhelmed with debt mm-hmm. and living within my means. Right. And that is the hardest thing for us to do, ladies. I know. And yeah. I'm a shopper. I love things. But yeah. I am so thankful that at a very young age, I learned to live within my means. So we're just going to talk a little bit about this is like real practical stuff yes. for every single one of us. So uh, we all need a financial plan. And to kind of think about what are your financial goals? So I think many times we just get a job, we go out, we get a house, we get the car, and then we just start paying the bills and we really don't have a plan. And so if that's you, I highly recommend like to sit down with pen and paper and get yourself a financial plan. Where do you want to be in three, five years from now? How much would you like to have in your savings? When do you want to retire? How much do you want to have in a retirement? Because those things, and I can, even though I had the Dave Ramsey program going on and I thought I had done all the things right, when I was 50 years old, I realized, oh, I did not have a real retirement plan at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, and getting out of debt is one of the the biggest things and the first things to look at. And I know that there was a time in my life that debt kind of just really weighed on me and getting out of that debt. It was a it was a huge mountain to climb. Yes. Um, But I did it. And that's that's one thing that, that really is the first thing as far as. That financial freedom, absolutely is out of debt. So if you that. are just overwhelmed with debt, really, you don't even a little debt. And we're talking about bad debt. Now you know, as investors, we believe in good debt, private money loans, hard money loans, all of those. T- that's great debt. If it's going yeah, to make you sure. money, then. I'm all about the debt. But bad debt is that, you know, you're spending it on taking your vacations. You're buying your furniture. You're buying those big screen TVs. Uh, All of that is considered bad debt. And so if you have bad debt, I think the most important thing that you could do is start figuring out a way that you're going to pay that off. And uh, obviously the Dave Ramsey way, uh, or this is what he taught many, many years ago, is you pay off the smallest debt first. And just get it out. Whatever you find, all of right. your, all of your little credit card loans, yeah. whatever you have, and just start with that smallest, and just try to get that thing paid off, paid off, paid right. off, paid off as fast as you can. And there is something so liberating when you pay that last payment yes. on something; it feels so good. And when you really are dedicated to that, 
I think that you are less likely to take on a new debt mm -hmm. when you are really concentrating Working towards those getting debts. off, yeah. get, you know, paying off the bad I debt. I agree. So we mentioned earlier about tithing, those who are believers who, who tithe. And I think that personally, that's one of the first things that, you know, when the paycheck hits the bank, um, we have our, our tithe comes out automatically. It's not even something we think about. We really don't even see it. It's almost like our retirement savings yep. or our savings. You know, we, we take it out immediately so it's not even a temptation to spend that money or to allocate it somewhere else. Yep. So our tithe is on automation. And then also kind of a 10% savings um, we pull out for emergencies. You know, you've got to have a little emergency fund. What happens when the water heater goes out? Yep. Or the car breaks down? You know, you've got to have that emergency fund, especially if your your budget is tight. Absolutely. Um, and also for taxes, if you own your home, you know, you're going to have to pay those property taxes. You've got to be if you're if you're not um, doing it through your mortgage, you've got to be putting back for that Absolutely. as well. So those things have to kind of take priority over the others. Yeah. And obviously, if you're a real estate investor or if you have your own business, you've got to be thinking about those taxes. You don't want to wait yeah. until the end of the year. Uh, I know for myself, I have my accountant does it every four months. And I just yeah. automatically put a, you know, a sum of money into an account. So I'm like you. My ties um, is set up on automation. It goes straight to my church. Yeah. Like I know my base pay and uh, it automatically just gets sent. And then I put 10% of my savings yeah. automatically just moves over to a savings account. And then I also have another account that I am all putting um uh, tax money mm -hmm. and then sometimes it I don't have enough still <laughs> or vice versa sometimes um, taxes come due and I have a little mm -hmm. extra money in there I just leave it in there for the next Starts building. the next right. the next season right. so and if this isn't something that you are used to doing the first month or so of doing it it's going to be it can be a challenge it because can. you're used to having you know so much money to spend each month um, based on your pay but if you after a month or two of doing it you get used to living off of that you know Yes. What you've got left after you take care of these important things. Yes. And, and again, you know, like we just said, it's not, this is not a fun topic and yeah. it takes a lot of discipline. And I think, have you seen, um, I've seen this on, on social media where they have the little kids sitting at the table and they put the marshmallow in front of them mm -hmm. and they say, okay, um, don't eat this marshmallow until I come back. Just, you know, I'll be right back. I'm going to run to the bathroom. And, and so they just leave this marshmallow in front of these kids. And um, some of the kids wait. And, I mean, they will pick the marshmallow up and they will leave it licking and <laughs> hold on to it. And, you know, but they wait until the parents come back. Some of the kiddos could not do it. I mean, as soon as the parent is out the door, well, they ate, they ate the marshmallow. Well, I, I, I think about that when I'm thinking about this discussion today because – we do live in a society where we want instant gratification. Yes. We want all the things. We want to keep up with the Joneses. And if you're, you know, your sister-in-law gets a new car, then you think you need a new car. And I am telling you that it may be a fun way to live right now, but in the end, you're going to regret it. Yes. Be, or, and, you know, it's really not even fun right now because now yeah. you're, you're stressed about your finances all the time. And so live within your means, yes. but have a plan. I mean, you know, that's why I'm such a believer in being a real estate investor, because I don't want you to live this way forever. Right. And you don't have to live this way forever, but 
You've got to get started. Right. And it takes some discipline to do that. It I remember um, years ago when I was a I was a single mom and so I was really having to budget and watch things right. And I had a really good friend who always complained about not having money. Like finances was just a struggle for her. Mm-hmm. But she was at Starbucks almost every day. <laughs> yeah. And I remember thinking, you know, is what's the priority here? You know, if you can afford Starbucks can't yes. you afford to pay some of these things that are so it comes it comes down to your priorities yes. and just having the discipline to set that budget and stick with it absolutely right? absolutely so uh, go through what subscriptions can you oh, get rid yeah. of what you know what starbucks can you give up what mm-hmm. you you're you are going to have to make some sacrifices there is no i mean unless you just have you know all the money but if you don't have all the money yeah. then um be willing to make some sacrifices now for a great life later. And I don't mean when you retire. I don't mean in 10 or 20 years. If you're investing in real estate, I mean, this can, I mean, this could literally change within months. Right. And truly within a year or two. Right. Your Definitely. life could, you you won't have to give up the Starbucks that I have right here with me today. <laughs> you won't have to give up some of those things. Um, if you're, so I'm, now this conversation today is about financial stewardship. However, um, we have an answer. You know, right. I'm telling you to do all these right things, but I don't want you to live this way forever. So start investing in real estate so that you can start making money right. and you can start living a dream life now. But even then, you have to live within your means. Right. You don't go do two deals, make, you know, sixty, eighty thousand $80,000, and then go blow that sixty, eighty thousand $80,000. Be smart with that money because then that way it can make you a whole lot more money. Yes. 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 All right. So we've talked a little bit about, uh, you know, budgeting. Uh, so... The next thing that I do want to jump to, because we are talking a little bit about being a real estate investor, Mm -hmm. is you've got to budget for your business. If you want to grow really any kind of business, but I I feel like most of our audience are either investing in real estate or interested in that. So um, it it does. You know, I kind of don't like this um, phrase, it takes money to make money. Um, because I do believe that there are ways to get into this business without money, you, you know, and, and we teach how to, you know, how to get invested, right. how to begin investing in money in real estate with using other people's money. Yeah. However, you eventually are going to need some money. You need marketing mm-hmm. money. You right. need some points and in interest money. You need some of those things. Um, so I... You've got to set money aside for your business. Put, have Open up a business account if you're an investor. And I teach my ladies, you want to build that up to at least $250,000. And because once, I feel like once you get there, you can do, there's going to be opportunities that come your way. There's And, and if you are literally broke, you are going to have to turn down some of the biggest opportunities that could transform your life. But if you can build up this business account to hold about $250,000, and again, this is for your points and interest. This is for to have some money for to refinance a property so that you can, um, if you get a, a short-term le- rental, you've got to have the furniture to put in there. So you're going to need some cash. Um, so as you're making money in this business, don't go blow that money. Save it. Yeah. Sink it back down. Go back get some wholesale deals. Mm-hmm. Go do, do some flips and then save as much money as you can to put into that business account because bigger and better opportunities are going to come your way. Yes. Um, so, again, you want to have that money 
there's going to be closing costs. There's just going to be things that you need right. um, some of that money for. So build up that business account. So let's go back to the budget. Okay. So we're talking about the budget. We had talked about tithing, taking things out. What does a budget really look like? Um, to me, <clears throat> um, your bills, your monthly bills, mm -hmm. right? We, you've got a, a house payment or an, a rent payment. You've got to pay something else. Uh, what other bills, your, your car payments, you know, that your you've utilities. got. The utilities. Things that have to be paid. So setting the budget, um, if you don't know how to budget, there's some apps. I know yes. we were talking earlier. There's some apps that can help you budget if you don't know how to budget, what was the one you said you the, used? The one that I'm addicted to right now is Rocket Money. Mm -hmm. And uh, literally, just go get the app, and it will help you with every single thing. And if you will really be uh, faithful to it, it will show you exactly where you're spending all of your money. And you will see where you're splurging too much. What are you, you know, all the things. So, but also, I, I, I do my ma major banking at Chase. Even that app will keep up with where your money is going. Pay attention to that. And then, and I, and you have to constantly keep for budgeting. For me, it's not something that you write down. Uh, you have to constantly look at it. So look at it every month. See. Some places are easy for you. Some places are a little more difficult. Yeah. and But then, again, live within those means. However, I think that if we don't give ourselves some fun time when you're setting up a budget, you have to pay your bills first and all right. of that. But if you, and even though I'm saying putting some in savings, pay your ties, build up this business account. If you never allow yourself any fun recreation you're gonna yeah. fall off it's kind of like a diet when it, you right. try to give up all the all the all know, the good things all <laughs> the good things you're gonna fall off and it's the same yeah. way with the budget so when I was budgeting as a single mom I still allowed uh, let's I'm gonna take my kids and we're gonna go to dinner on Friday night or right. we're going to go to the movie or we're going to now I always had to do the things on the low end of things you know we're gonna maybe eat where kids eat free when they were little <laughs> we're gonna be smart with it but you still have to give yourself but it was a treat absolutely it was not something you did all the time so you were able to yes. treat yourself yeah. Yes. So yeah. everybody's uh, budget is going to look a little different. And obviously, uh, when you're married, that's, you know, you got to sit down and really yeah. talk this out because <laughs> usually one is a spender and one's a saver. Mm -hmm. And uh, but if you sit down together and decide that what you're, what means you're going to do, what's important to you, what your priorities are, uh, what bills you're going to get paid off, it can really be a lot of fun. It can be. And I tell you, my husband is is when we're we're opposite. I'm I'm the spender, he's the saver, and he had always lived where he really didn't have a lot of debt because he believed in paying cash for everything. Mm -hmm. And so if he wanted something, he would save for it until he could go buy it. And I've taken that on, and it's actually kind of fun. Like you were just saying, to to work towards it. And when you finally have enough money, you go. And what's funny is that I have found a couple of times I've saved for something that I wanted so bad. And, you know, whether it took me two months or a year or however long to save for it, um, twice I can remember I had saved for something. And by the time I had saved enough for it, 
I realized that thing really wasn't that important Ooh. to me, that my money needed to go somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah. You know, but I had to be, and I think that that's kind of God also. Yes. Is where, you know, I was doing the right things, yeah. realizing that this money wasn't supposed to go to this thing. It needed to be put over here or oh. go to something else. So yes. you know, definitely give God a chance to make those decisions with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> and not buying. What is the word I'm looking for? Because... Uh, when we buy instantly, we just that instant gratification. Yeah, we just we, we see want something, right we want it, let's get yep. it. But if we have decided that we're not going to do that, I agree. I have to just tell the story. Growing up, my mom was a single mom, and we loved to shop. But she did teach me how to shop on a budget, how to be smart. So anytime we went shopping, we had we were looking for the sales. We right. were looking for good deals. So if we found something that one of us loved, and it wasn't on sale. Then our rule was, well, we couldn't buy it that day. So we would we would say, okay, I'm going to go home and I'm going to sleep on it. And if I wake up and I still want it, or even in a day or two, yeah. then I'm going to go back and get it. And if it's gone, well, then it just wasn't meant to be. Right. But if it's still there after that, do you know... I would say probably 90% of the time, yeah. you never even think about that purse right. again or that thing. But if you do wake up and you're like, oh, God, I really want that dress, then go get the dress. That keeps you from having buyer's remorse, too. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. So, again, Credit Karma is another app that I love because mm-hmm. I love to keep up with my you know, my credit score oh, yes. and see whatever decision that I am making. I just love to see that uh, credit karma is not completely accurate, but it's quick and easy. I also love yeah. Experian, but I love to keep up with that. And they will even notify you uh, if your credit goes up a couple points, if it goes down a couple points and boy, I want to look on there and see, okay, what did it do? And it'll give you um, suggestions of, hey, if you want your credit score to go up, you could do this and I will do it. I'll go. uh, I love to. It it just feels good to have your credit score as high as possible. It does. And you got to start working on it. And don't just keep your head in the sand. Because I'm going to be honest, I didn't know what my credit score was for most of my life. Mm -hmm. Didn't think about those kinds of things. Um, But now that I do, so Credit Karma, Experian, Rocket Money. Uh, and I have a feeling that wherever you're banking, your online banking has something that yes. where you can really keep up right. With, right. with where your money is going. And when you start paying attention, you realize some of the small things that you're paying for that you should. It's like you were saying earlier, the subscriptions. You guys, there's so many times I've gone on to buy something I've seen online. And I just want to try it out, not realizing I'm oh, signing yes. up right for it to be a monthly shipment. Mm-hmm. And then you start getting it every month and, and yeah. then you have to go track it down and call and cancel. Um, but if they're small ones, you don't notice it. So mm-hmm. pay attention, you know, in your bank account, yes. in your credit card statements, where that money is going and cancel those those little subscriptions that are eaten away because they uh, do add up. They surely do. Yeah. They surely do. Yep. That's another. Th- and Rocket Money will show me that. That's one thing I love about it. And, I'll, and I will have canceled something or I've made the phone call or I've done the thing, but then it didn't get canceled. Mm-hmm. And I think it's canceled. So, and Rocket Money will show it to me. So those kinds of things, just keep up with. Yes, yes. Um, Again, we talked a little bit about you have to have things that you enjoy Mm -hmm. about life. You can't just live this rigid life and you're only going to pay the bills and you're never going to do anything fun. Um, I, you know, we are a family that we do a lot of celebrating. We celebrate everything. And um, so still, every single time I get a deal, I'm going to celebrate in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. now now we also love to to eat out. 
fine dining. <laughs> and so here's what we will do a lot. Every time we get a new deal, we're gonna we're going to dinner. Now the truth is we were probably going to dinner anyway. <laughs> And now but you now have something to celebrate. Exactly. <laughs> and so, but it's a celebration. If I'm getting, and I know I love clothes and jewelry and all that. So sometimes if it's just my own deal, didn't partner with anybody, instead of dinner, I'm going to, on a shopping spree. I'm going, uh, I mean, on a really big deal, I'm going to the beach. I mean, I, it's, um, I do believe reward yourself for the hard work you're doing. Yes. Not, don't reward yourself prematurely wait till you can afford it but once you can begin to celebrate that and um and enjoy you know i believe that god said he he gave us all things richly to enjoy so we have to be very we have to be stewards with our money but he also wants us to enjoy our life so plan those vacations plant even christmas shopping Mm -hmm. birthday put all birthday presents i have a I have a lot of birthdays. You have a lot you of kids. You can go broke. There's a so lot of kids in your family. you have to put those things in your budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, put a vacation in your budget so that you are, you're not, you just don't decide, okay, it's summer. You're looking at Instagram and everybody else is going on vacation. You want to go on a vacation. And so you just put it all on your credit card. Don't do that. No. No. Don't do that. Start saving right now. And then, and I, I was so good at this and I could take a vacation on a budget. I could I could do all the things on a budget, but it took practice, and it's fun not to have to do that anymore. Right. But I lived um, most of my life on a yeah. budget, and so it can be done, and it it's can. worth the sacrifice. It can so it worth can. the sacrifice. Um, also, uh, extra things that we might want, like you were just talking about, uh, if you're wanting to put a swimming pool in your backyard, if you if it is time for a new car, um, you know start thinking about those things and budgeting those things and that's where that emergency fund comes in if you recall a um, quick story about two months ago i think it was we were headed to record podcast and my car just broke down yes Remember, i was on the side and i thought it was something my husband's kind of a mechanic you guys and so i was thinking he could fix it and and he couldn't i had to get a new car and i'm so thankful that we had savings that we were able to replace the car fairly quickly so that we weren't out yeah, you know, because ladies in our in our business, we've got to have our transportation. Absolutely, so got, there's some things we have to have. To Absolutely, we've got to have the transportation to Absolutely. go in and do the things that we're doing. Yeah, so yeah, that was that. That emergency fund is important. Yes, and then um, as I'm setting up the budget and we're talking about all of these things again, I just want to come back to to me one of the most important things is every extra penny that I have after I've done all the things that I'm talking about after my star. Now, first of all, I had this basic budget, right, that I'm living by. And then uh, I have this money that I can spend any way I want on the Starbucks or on the vacation Mm -hmm. or all the things. Now, I didn't have that, you know, before, but now I do. However, um, when it comes down to it, I'm still constantly looking to see what's left over that I'm going to put back in my business because now that's money that I can, I can do bigger ventures. Mm-hmm. I can do bigger things. Yeah. I can, you know, lend that money out as a private money lender. And I want to be smart with all of that. So, um, your budgeting, your financial stewardship is going to change as you begin to grow wealth. Yes. And, yes. um, and that's, that's pretty fun. Right. And part of that, as you grow wealth, for yourself, um, something that I know a lot of the women in our network have done. If anyone was at Reen Live and saw the, the woman airs, um, I know several of them have started their own um, 
either foundation or organization or they're giving back. There's a philanthropy that they have a heart for. You guys, it feels so good to give. And that goes into our our tithes, our offerings. Um, I feel like the more we we make, the more we get to give. And I say get to give, not have to give. Because when you give from that giving spirit, um, it makes such a difference. It blesses you, but it blesses them. And that's so a lot of the, if you look at, you know, um, with your goal setting, with your finances, find something that you are passionate about that you want to give to and start start working towards that in your financial goals, being able to save for that and be able to give to that organization or that foundation or to support um, a yes. cause that is near and dear to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had 14 ladies this year at Rain Live that had started some type of a foundation or nonprofit um, out of out of the extra that they are, you know, that, that. I believe that God blesses us to be a blessing. Yes. Not just yes. to hoard everything so that we can mm-hmm. take bigger vacations and have nicer cars. I'm okay with all of those things. But yes, I love everything you're talking about giving back and what you're passionate about. You know, I'm able to fund warrior women and yes. that's helped single moms. But every single one of us should have something that is a passion within us. Yeah. It takes me back to Proverbs 31 where it says, um, she plants a garden. Oh, oh so how does it go? She considers a garden. No, she considers a field. She considers a field. Um, (laughs) She buys it. Yes. So this is telling us that women were real estate investors Mm -hmm. way back. And this is the Old Testament. Um, She considers a field and buys it. So I like to say she knew the the golden formula. She considered (laughs) the field. She knew she 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 knew how to decide if this was a good deal. And then it says and she buys it. Mm -hmm. And then out of her earnings. She plants a vineyard. She grows a garden. She's giving back Mm -hmm. life somewhere. So we need to all have a garden. What are we going to do as God begins to bless us and we build wealth and we have this excess? What are we going to do with it? Yes. Not hoard it up, not buy Lamborghinis. Not that there's anything wrong if you have a dream of a Lamborghini, but let's let's give back. Let's make impact. Let's make somebody else's life better. Um, along the way. And he's planted that seed in each of us. Each one of us has a passion, a dream, um, something that really just stirs in our spirit mm-hmm. when we think about it, that we want to be able to to give and to, to help and to support. Um, and if you don't know what that is, I would say spend some time in prayer. Yes. The Lord will reveal it to you yes. because he, if he's given you this passion and a dream, maybe that you don't even know you have, um, a little time with him in prayer. He Ooh. will reveal it, and then he will make the means available to you to, to get there, yes. to do what he's calling you to do. We just have to be willing. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that. So good. Yes. Well, I think we're going to wrap up today. If you've enjoyed this then uh, and you have not subscribed to the Without Fear of Her Future podcast, mm-hmm. then hit that subscribe button today uh, for all the new episode reminders. And please leave us an honest review on our yeah. podcast page. Uh, I have a special invitation for all of our female listeners, and this is uh, really how to safeguard your financial future. If you really want to grow wealth, like we're talking about, so that you can have that extra, so that you can give back, then you want to show up at She Can 23. This is the biggest virtual event for women, real estate investors in the country. Uh, women are saying that She Can 23 is their golden key to investing in real estate the rich way. Mm. So go to shecan23.com 
forward slash podcast to secure your seat in this historical event for women nationwide. If she can and we can, then you can too. Definitely you can too. Thank you so much for joining us today. On behalf of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and Teresa Todd, I'm Melissa Baker, encouraging you to be brave and dream big. 